Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is your old buddy Johnny Mays on a gorgeous, beautiful Monday. Monday already. <laughs> I tell you, it's wonderful to know that Jesus is Lord and that he's on the throne. His glory fills the temple. Glory to God. Today I'm in the book of Isaiah, chapter number 40, starting at verse 28. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. And to they that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fail. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Powerful, powerful passage of scripture here in the book of Isaiah. When Isaiah spoke these words, he was speaking to the Jews who have gone into Babylonian captivity. They are now far from home, and as might be expected, they have become very discouraged, downhearted, and depressed. The psalmist spoke of this. He spoke of their dire circumstance and deep sorrow when he said in Psalms 137, verses 1 through 4, By the rivers of Babylon there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us required of this, of us mirth, saying, Sing, sing us one of the songs of Zion. But there they were, in such despair that they couldn't open their voices to sing, because they had lost all that they cherished and all that they held dear. And now their hearts were yearning for those bygone days of freedom and prosperity in the promised land of their fathers. And so their hearts cried. Their hearts cried out for their God-given heritage. They longed once again for a lifestyle that they had really, while they were there, come to despise and neglect before their captivity. They longed to go to Jerusalem to worship Jehovah once more in his holy temple. They were frightened and faint-hearted here in this faraway land filled with strangers. Now life, life seemed hard and hopeless, and they were horribly homesick in this heathen land. And so there they are, sitting down and crying, hanging in their harps on the willows by the riverside. They had become useless and voiceless. Listen to me, my friends. This is what despair will do to you sometimes. Depression will do to you. This is what the results of sin will bring. 
Now, how could they sing the glad and joyous songs of Zion in such a weary land? Of course, if they were honest, it was their own fault. And now they are realizing God's divine law of sowing and reaping. It had finally caught up with them. The principles of their own law were being surely and severely applied. From the book of Numbers, chapter 32, the Bible says, But if you will not do so, behold, you have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. Friends, you may think that you're pulling the wool over everybody's eyes and perhaps even the Lord's eyes, but it's not so. The fact that their faithful God was lovingly now chastening and correcting them brought cold comfort to their hearts. Their song in the night had been silenced, and they could only sigh and sob sadly the whole day through. Just when it seems their hearts will literally break within them, there's when the merciful God moves. He brings on the scene his special prophet to utter these tremendous words of comfort and encouragement to his downcast people. And it is clear that the prophet is inspired to step outside the usual role of a prophet of his day. He does not mete out rebuke and reproof and cautionary condemnation for sin. Oh, they have confessed their sins and have received forgiveness. So he is moved to express compassion and comfort and help to heal them. Remember that? Yes, he was bringing comfort. Hast thou not heard, known, and hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So, it is clear now that God is moving. He's moved to express compassion and comfort. And he makes it clear that the road back from Babylon to Jerusalem leads through a dry and thirsty wilderness. But he assures them that God is going to make a way for them there. You see, the Lord knows the way in that wilderness and all they have to do is follow him. Follow him, looking to the Lord. Now, when you look at these verses, the same truth can comfort those today, today, in 2020, who have wandered away from God and found themselves by the river of their Babylon of chastening. And in the midst of his comfort, God has spoken his word to remind them of their mortality of mere men and the brevity of their days, their life is but a vapor, and the short span of life upon earth. And because of this, listen friends, we cannot look within ourselves for the solution, the solution to the puzzles and paradoxes of our lives. We must always look above, looking unto Jesus, to the immortal and the eternal one who is faithful. And we can do that. All we must need do is lift our eyes to the everlasting hills from which cometh our help. We must forever, listen, my friend, do not, do not overlook this. 
We must forever look to him who is the author and the finisher of our faith, whose firm hand never fails. God never fails. And we must reach up to him. Amen. We must reach up to him whose loving light never dims or dies. And we need to learn how to wait upon the Lord. Listen to these words today. Because the prophet then turns to reassure the people of God that not only is their God a powerful warrior God, but he is also gentle in his strength. Just think how important that image is to the people. A man that's been slaving all day long in the hot sun, making bricks on the river banks of Babylon. Their God is not only strong enough to defeat the false pagan deities of Babylonians, but he can snatch them from bondage and carry them away gently and tenderly in his everlasting shepherd's arms. And we need to have this kind of assurance. Amen. In this weary world in which we live, in which we wage spiritual warfare every day, we need to know that there's a strong and gentle shepherd who loves us and who leads us in our journey between here and our final destination. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. What an amazing promise. The Israelites are learning this truth. Amen. Even though they had lived very lethargic in the land of Israel, how they had become calloused and cold, and though they had now become slaves in Babylonian. They were now learning that God is faithful. God is faithful in our times of trouble, friend. Yes, even though we stumble, the Bible says we shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth us with his own right hand. Today, I can assure you, as it was for the Israelites in Babylon, it shall be the same for you today, in the Babylon of 2020. And trust me, uh, Babylon is manifesting itself day by day around this globe. The confusion, the chaos, the evil, amen, the sinful manner in which men and women lead their lives, the apathy and the coldness and the harshness, amen, that goes on by even believers, the church becoming so anemic, to the true gospel and watering it down with, you know, things that just tickle the ears of people. Listen, my friend, uh, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised when that proverbial rug is pulled out from under you and you begin to see how the dominoes will fall, how this house of cards, which we have been making, will, will tumble, amen, collapse upon itself. Because let me tell you something. It's as God says. You can run, but you can't hide because be sure your sin will find you out. But even in that truth, there's a great parenthesis that says God is merciful. His mercy endureth forever. God is caring and loving. Amen. And the Bible says that they, they, that wait upon the Lord, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. 
They shall walk and not faint. Well, there you are. Turn your heart toward him today who loves you. Amen. Be reconciled to God. Be revived by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Consecrate and dedicate yourself. Become contrite into the presence of the Lord and know the goodness of God today. This is my prayer for me, and this is my prayer for you. In the mighty and precious and glorious and wonderful, everlasting name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God be with you today, my friend.